Hello, welcome back to OP is OP, the podcast where we go through the One Piece universe front to back. I, as always, am the super veteran Six Sword style Justin, joined by my co-host and super rookie, the Tangerine Gardener, Jacob. Hello everybody, today we are covering episode of Nami, Tears of a Navigator, and the Bonds of Friends. We are revisiting Arlong Park, this time in a TV special format. And unlike episode of Chopper Plus, which was like, I think a theatrical special, with some slight boost in the quality and, pro- and budget, this one was a TV special, so it's not that movie quality, right? But, like, this but it was is still not- longer than episode of Chopper, right? Uh, just as long. They were both two hours. So they both got the, the, the pacing treatment, right? They, you never had the worry of like, Oh, like Arabasta, where it's like hour and a half, but 60 chapters. You're like, oh, you're cutting so much shit. In this case, it's like episode chopper where it got the proper pacing. So the stuff that was cut was very minor details. Um, I know for a fact I cut out the scene where uh, Zoro uh, fakes his or tries to drown himself to test Nami's loyalty. Like they cut right. that part out. That, that was really um, the one scene that I'd say was was noticeably missing to me. In this yeah. whole arc. Other than that, I feel they did a, a relatively good job at fitting all the important stuff in. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, not even just important stuff. Like, I think they fit in actually almost everything. Pretty much. It almost, it reminded me almost of uh, watching the, the movie adaptation of the book Holes with uh, Shia LaBeouf, where it felt like you almost felt like there was nothing cut out from the book, because the book was pretty short. And then you watch the movie adaptation, it's like, did they, I think the only thing that changed was that the main character was skinny from the get-go rather than the book he was fat then skinny from all the treatment for those who don't know what we're talking about it's a it's a good movie great book uh regardless it just feels like nothing was cut um but because of that reason as well we already know ahead of time this recording is probably gonna be pretty damn short because if you guys don't know we spent two and a half hours a year plus ago talking about arlong park we were still getting used to our our own pacing our own style how we break down details. And this was the first, I think this is un, uncontroversial to state this, the first great arc in One Piece. Truly Agreed. great. So, me being the rookie, I'm just going like, how do I form my emotions into words? <laughs> so, <laughs> in this case, revisiting it was such a treat seeing it animated. Um, but like I said, it's TV special quality. It's not movie quality. So, for timeline purposes this came out after strong world right strong world was like, was like the first really good yeah, in, high so budget between, movie uh, what that strong world and z right yeah this was this came out a few months before z as well so it's sandwiched in between two good quality animated movies um i would think it'd be right after episode of chopper right like a series of like dedicated specials um but no it's actually right after strong world um unfortunately there were a couple of parts where you could definitely see they were rushing a little bit <laughs> because yeah. they, there was one thing that really caught me off guard. And are we, we going to, right, are you going to say it right now? The thing that I'm thinking of is towards the end. Is that your thing too? Uh, it's the one during, like, noticeably lacking moment for me. Uh, I wasn't going to get to that just yet. I think it's right after that. If I'm thinking what you're thinking. Okay. Uh, what I'm thinking is during the biggest emotional high. Where you have like the one to one, the sorry, the second emotional right. high, the the big Nami moment, right, where she yeah. breaks down and yeah, to help me, and Save yeah, me. help. 
And I remember in the manga, or at least the version reread, Luffy re- just screams okay. But I actually like this one better, where it translates to you bet I will. And I'm like, that actually, that was actually uh, better yeah, for me, I think, personally. I think he says atarimaida, right? Which, is Which can be translated like, differently. Of course, yes, I will. Mm-hmm. Right, for sure, yeah. homie, you know? Yeah, that, that's the vibe that, in my impression. Of- yeah, so that part was fine. But the part I'm thinking of is the flashback that Nami has remembering what Luffy said back at uh, Orange Town, which happens in the manga. However, they the sound effects they used what caught me so off guard because it's not the sound effect I would use. I don't know if you remember, but when she's remembering that moment, you hear like a very Disney fairy tale when Luffy uh, pops up next to her and I'm like that's not the sound effect I'd imagine at all during this highly emotional <laughs> moment where I'm getting yeah. like nostalgia of like getting teary eyed of like this is exactly what I wanted for this character and then I feel like I'm hearing like a, a sound effect from the Cinderella movie from the 60s or something. <laughs> the fairy godmother appearing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I'm like I feel like that was put in there as a stock sound effect and be like okay we'll fix this later in the editing process but again it some parts of this movie felt quite rushed or less focused on than others. And this was unfortunately one of those things, that little sound effect. There was another part that I think yeah, you're and, talking and that's about. that's like the only thing, just that one sound effect in the scene. Otherwise, the scene was pretty great. Yeah, exactly. That whole sequence is perfect, except for that one thing. It, it, dropped me, it drew me out. I think what you're thinking is what happens like, what, one minute after that moment? Is that yeah, right? that punch on the oh game my was God. criminal. <laughs> it was criminally. It was terrible. I was so fucking upset. It was so just <laughs> underwhelming, underplayed. I, oh. I like I appreciated, if anything, and, and I'm really like actually trying to cherry pick here that, that it was fast and quick, right? Like, but yeah, take was, that, take that fence out but quick. There was no impact. Exactly. There was no, no impact to it. It was just like it just kind of crumpled like a piece of paper, is how it there felt. Was, yeah, there was no weight, no impact. It was so upsetting. Because I remember we talked about, like, the Luffy great punches while we are doing the movies. And, unfortunately, the, the Baron, the movie 6, had probably one of the weaker punches. At least that had some effort in some way visually to make it more memorable. Right. This one had nothing going on for it. Except for, like, the triple yeah, I repeat. I still stand by it. I really hate the way that punch looked. Yeah. Like, so I, for- I think it was animated or drawn maybe just off. I didn't like the, the style they did with it in movie six, but it's yeah. still better than, than the punch on the gate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then if this was a movie, this would be the worst one. Cause again, oh, yeah. no momentum, no impact. The triple That's also replay. Why, like, I can uh, let it slide a little yeah. bit. Like, it's just a special. Especially. Okay. So here's the thing too. That punch upset me so much. I went to YouTube and I watched the original version of the anime to just compare side by side. It's, it's better. I watched the original watched anime the... is better. I watched the dub version. <laughs> that was the first clip I found. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, you know what? I don't care. I'm just going to watch it. Was it the Kids or the, the Funimation? I think it was the Funimation. I think it was yeah, the Funimation. You would have known if it was four kids, so. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, the punch was slower, obviously. Like, it wasn't, like, because in the in episode of Nami, Luffy almost, like, teleports from how quick he goes. But, again, there's no momentum when he actually lands the hit. In yeah. the original... He at least has impact. You can feel it a little bit. And, so and they also, I get credit for that. In this episode, they didn't really let that, like, which one of you is Arlong, like, sit. Yeah, you, know? definitely, you have to let that sit for just a second. Mm-hmm. So pacing-wise, it was pretty good. But yeah, certain parts were just like, eh, again, a little polish needed to be there. Um, while we're sticking to, like, the lack of 
quality, I guess. I think it's safe to say half of the final fights as well felt very choppy or rushed as well. I think you mentioned pre-recording, like, Usopp and Zoro's fights. Usopp kinda... and Zoro got super shafted. Zoro's in particular felt like half of his scenes, his frames were missing, right? It felt very yeah. choppy. Which just sucks, because the Hacha and Zoro fight was like, there's literally nine swords at play here. <laughs> there should <laughs> yeah. be a lot of whirlwind wish-wash effects. But instead, it was just very choppy, really slow. They were trying to have like some, these really cool like close-up slow-mo shots. But again, like half the frames were missing, so it just came across as really awkward, unfortunately. Um, and, I mean, I do appreciate and respect that they even bothered to give us just some new animation here and redraw all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But at the maybe, same time, you should have made a little more use of the fact that you were doing that, mate. Yeah. Again, that's why I feel like that's why I mentioned how like, I feel like when the quality is bad, it feels like it's rushed because other times, like again, the emotional highs, like if you want to talk about what we actually felt about like Bellamere's tragedy, Nami's uh, lowest point, our previous episode, I'll point again, beautiful, emotional, powerful. That episode, great. You can go back to there. We're focusing on. We're trying not to rehash is basically what I'm trying to say, because this special is one-to-one, almost yeah, identical. Yeah, if, if you miss it and you really want that in-depth Arlong part, that's the place to go. <laughs> that really in-depth two Maybe and a half hours? <laughs> Listen, we gotta start somewhere, okay? <laughs> we had to start somewhere. We improved pacing lines as we went on. Um, but yeah, it's just unfortunate that you can see that rushed quality, unfortunately, within this special. Um, Usopp's as well, I feel like they cut his action a little bit down as well um yeah and hit half of his fight was basically just him guilt stripping himself right which did happen in the manga but there was no it didn't feel nearly as impactful because it was really rushed once he got over that guilt trip right where he motivates himself to be the warrior of the sea he wants to be and yeah. we still get that finish at the end but i just remember in the manga his conflict his conflicts being my favorite because of how, like, yes, finally get a good Usopp fight. Like, he shows himself off. Because he just joined after Syrup Village. His fight was okay there. And then Bar- and then Barate, he wasn't even there, right? He was gone. He was chasing Nami. So in this right. one, we got our first Usopp fight. It was satisfying. It felt very like him with creativity. In this one, unfortunately, it just didn't have that same impact, that same satisfaction. So... Right. This fight is kind of, it kind of rides like on the beat for beat. So when you're skipping the beats around and only hitting like really beginning and end and, you know, like it just doesn't play out as well as how I felt. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as the Arabasa fights in that movie uh, episode of the desert, uh, episode of the desert or episode of Arabasa. It, It wasn't as bad as the pacing in those fights, but it felt rushed like those. Um I will say as well, like, maybe half of Luffy's fight as well was kind of, like, unfinished. Like, some of it was pretty good, like, really smooth, really cool. And then other half, it felt a little bit like Zoro's, where, like, frames were missing, uh, a little slow. I was gonna say, the one half was, like, kind of okay, and then the other half was Sanji's fight. <laughs> we're getting, we're gonna get to the good quality. I'm trying to finish off the bad stuff like, first. holy crap, someone <laughs> really liked Sanji in the someone really process liked of this Sanji. movie. Yeah, but before, just before we get or, to that. Sorry, you know, special episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, someone really wants to do an episode of Sanji, and they want to be hired for that part, <laughs> for that fight sequence. But, um, yeah, like, half of Luffy's fights, I want to say, like, half the time he's fighting Arlong, like, some, half the time, it felt like it was really good, where it reminded me of a little bit of Avatar's framing, where it was, like, wide shot, it's it's spaced out a little bit so you can see what's going oh, on yeah. smoothly, it's well-paced, it's, you can feel the impact. 
But then literally the next shot, it's almost like I'm watching the Curse of the Holy Sword again, where you get those really awkward POV shots. And totally. the, the speed is kind of weird. So it's like, again, half the shots you had the time and then half the shots you just didn't finish. So it kind of stuck out, unfortunately. At least they got the final part of his fight of Arlong, Arlong where he gets the, you know, the big kick down and collapses the building. Right. They at least got that part pretty damn good. So Thankfully. I'm like, all right. You, you ended up kind of redeemed him, yeah. Yeah. And I think overall, in terms of like, I guess the negative qualities of the movie, of the special, I guess that would be it, where the animation and that one sound effect were just unpolished, unfinished. But for the good parts, Justin already mentioned it was, listen, someone over at Toei <laughs> really <laughs> likes Sanji. Yeah. And that, hey, that was amazing. It was fucking amazing. This fight is so lit in this episode. Uh, so we were talked about Zoro's fight having missing frames. Sanji's fight had like triple the amount of frames all the other fights had combined. Easily. Just the second half, right? Because the first half when he's underwater, he's getting beat over and over again. He can't fight back. They get to the surface. He takes off the jacket, right? And then the guy, he, I forgot who the guy he's fighting his name. I think Kurobi. Okay. Kurobi, thank you. Um, and he's like, oh, super secret technique. And unfortunately, the version I had, it didn't have subtitles for Sanji's, like, names that he was saying. But there was, like, almost no time because he just straight up kicks him down. He stomps him when he's on the ground. So then he juggles him like, it was, like it's Tekken, right? So he, the body flips up. He does aerial combos, super buttery smooth Sakaga. Yeah. <laughs> Beats him down. Great sound effects. Great impact. He does, like, a multiple, like, Fox from Smash Bros. like, kick combo where it's super fast, it's blurry. And then a final kick through the wall. And I'm just like, Did I, am I hard right now? What the fuck? <laughs> that was so It, it was so impressive and surprising. <laughs> out of nowhere, coming off these the, other fights, like, kind of getting cut around and, like, eh. And yeah, Sanji was, is just, like, coming out. Yeah, he. this was right after the Zoro and Usopp fights, and we were just like, hello? Excuse I thought it was going to be, I honestly thought it was going to be the worst one. I was like, oh, here we go. But then I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> Sanji, what's going on? Like, Sanji was a brand new member at this point. Like, he hasn't remembered people's names yet, except for Nami's. So it's like, yeah, maybe so the animators might treat him the same way. But it's like, hell no. Yeah, Someone's and he, like, he uh -huh. arguably had, like, the smallest role in Arlong Park. He really he didn't did. do anything the whole arc except for fight Kurobi. I think this is also when I immediately started disliking Sanji because I think the one thing that was noticeable for me in the manga was when he was right away defensive of Nami, but for the wrong reasons. You remember yeah, where he, I didn't Zoro like the was reasons he gave you there. Yeah, because he's just like, oh, how dare you try to insult or attack a woman kind of thing. And it's like, uh, different reasons, bro. I know you're new, but you shouldn't be those reasons. They, they remind you of that again here in the, in the uh, TV special. But again, you got to start someone with the characters. Um... But yeah, so like Sanji like straight up had like the best fight sequence where I'm just like, hey, can I find that 10, 15 second clip on YouTube and just favorite that clip over and over again? Because I will damn. say, though, it, it, while we're talking about that, I um, did this time watching that, which ironically, I, t I felt they were both distinctly wrong. Nami or uh, about Nami, Zoro and Sanji. Oh, yeah. Just like That's in part very of the different ways. Yeah. Yeah. This was this was definitely when the Straw Hats were, you know, still learning what it means to be a, a crew right they all were because this was also when Zoro was kind of uh 
he didn't quite his have like his loyalty sense quite nailed down. Remember, like by Water Seven, he did. He, I think he came around to Luffy pretty quickly, but I think it takes him some time to warm up, you know, to the others. Oh yeah, uh, him and Luffy kind of just—I feel like they click, like they understand each other fundamentally almost immediately. But yeah, he wasn't—he didn't just immediately turn into a team player overnight. He's still still pirate exactly. Zora right now. Yeah, because early Zoro was, like you said, like he was loyal to Luffy, but you definitely saw that he didn't agree. But he was like, all right, let's just do the thing. It was over time, like I said, like by the time we get like more than halfway to the time skip, like Water 7, that's when Zoro was like, no, this is my role. I am the big brother of the crew. Yeah. I understand like what like, loyalty yeah, it's not Now it's not just like, this is my boy. It's like, these are my people. Yeah, that so that point. was it. So, yeah, so when I saw that again in this special, it was a reminder of like where the Straw Hats were when they first started. So. And then Sanji's same thing, right? Where it's purely just about like what his dick's thinking and not like what he he actually cares personality yeah. wise. And you can argue he could he still kind of thinks like that, but it's like he's getting better. Okay, he's getting better. He's getting better. Whole cake island made sure of that. <laughs> he's getting better slowly, but surely. Um, the progression's there. Um, another thing I, I, I would like to hold out hope that it actually does officially get addressed that like the Sanji issue before. Oh yeah, so. that's that that's always my biggest hope. Yeah, that would be the biggest sense that Oda understands I would like that, that. Yeah, yeah, the times have changed. The character needs to grow. You can still be himself. Just just show that you're growing in some way. And when Act Three of Wano finishes, we'll touch more on that. When there's a certain moment that happens, light spoil. You can cut this out if you think it's too spoilery. But there's a slight moment. We'll talk to that eventually. So there are signs that Oda is aware. Hey, development needs to happen with these even these older Straw Hats. So there is hope in the future, but we're back at Arlong still. So we're at the very, very beginning of this character. Um, another, but though I will say the biggest praise besides the t- 15 second animation of Sanji and that beautiful ass kicking scene, the best overall aspect I would say of this special besides nailing the emotional parts overall were the eyes and emulating the emotions, the characters, especially Nami went through during this arc you know i probably wouldn't have noticed that if you didn't send me that message beforehand about the eyes i wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have been paying that much attention it's... but I, I definitely did notice it when i watched mm-hmm. it because you'd sent me that yeah because it's in the manga for sure but in the in this special because the lighting is a little, it's a little bleaker a little bit because i know i noticed in the last action sequence they made it very cloud and purple gray like clouds it's, yeah it also the, it, and at the same time, it kind of it has like darker backgrounds, but also it, it does seem but the to characters use a are very bright, like brighter, yeah, color palette than the original I, anime. Yeah, maybe I, not the I, current I, anime, but you know than yeah. they used to use. I personally don't know if I like it or not. I want to say no because it seems a little inconsistent. Because I get what they trying to do, right? It's a little weird. Yeah, because I understand you're trying to go for like the darker gritty. You're like, oh, like this is like an emotional low for one of the straw hats, so therefore we have to match the tone. So we're gonna make it cloudy. But then you still still you should still have the palette match it somewhat. Like I understand you're trying to make it bright so you can still see the characters, but you still have to match the lighting somewhat. Like I remember uh film gold, right? It's always artificial lighting, and it's always nighttime out. But the yeah. color palette always matched it. Like when they're indoors, things are very bright. When they're outside, things are a little darker, but you still have the light sources. In mm-hmm. this one, it was really fucking dark because all the clouds, but there was no like audio, there was no visible torches or candles anywhere or lanterns. So it was kind of hard to understand why. Yeah, but, it, it seems like maybe they were trying to use the straw hats themselves as the counter, right? You know, they're the bright spot in the darkness, but it doesn't yeah. necessarily play that well visually. Yeah, 
If only I mean, if maybe, there was maybe a... they could have made it work with like maybe a little bit less. I feel like the, a little too saturated. The blacks they're using on the skies. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's if they, all, if that's they all tone that down a little bit, then it might have worked better. I, I or, would say it probably would have. Or you could avoid the problem by just not making it cloudy and dark and just have it still be. <laughs> or or just keep it as it was originally. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, going back to the eyes because we uh, we brought I brought up the sh- the lighting because. That's where they nail the expressions in the eyes because when people when the characters like Nami are getting really like angry or pissed or desperate, they bring in that lighting where they're looking down a little bit and the hair is casting a little bit of a shadow over their eyes and their the color in their pupils are like kind of like hollowing away, so it's getting more unsaturated with the eye color. Yeah, and you're getting all these expressions, and I I want to like give props to whoever was in charge of that toy because like holy shit they nailed that fucking part you fucked up zoro's fighting sequence but you got the eyes down <laughs> so <laughs> you got the emotional highs um i know I, I know i just said we're not gonna talk about it, but i have to just briefly mention it it will kill me if i don't thank you toy for nailing the bellamir tragedy backstory thank you for nailing the nami yeah, moments yeah so those moments relived exactly to what i remembered and why I loved the, this backstory so much. Um, absolutely. And but I, I have a question memories. based on something that you sent me. And I want you to think about it for a quick second. Oh, shoot. You're putting me on the spot. All right. Is, <laughs> Bellamy, is Bellamy your best mom? Whole series? I, th- I still think so. Personal note. But remind me of the contenders. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind <laughs> of agree. But I think the, obviously the other contenders are Dedan and... And Ace's mom as well. Hers is hers was small in the background, but pretty badass. You know, she held on to him for twenty two months in the womb to stop him from getting caught by the world government. Yeah, dying in the process. That's pretty it's, badass. It just helps when I actually know the character, like Bellamere. Right. right, you you know who she is. That's She's that's had... why I say I think Dedan is a easily top two with Bellamere. Mm. Oh yeah, but personal note of just choosing Bellamere mother of nami she also just had a really iconic uh unique look where i know she's a secondary character that's only like in 10 chapters or less of the entire thousand plus chapter series but i still yeah, remember she was her like look. maybe three of them or two <laughs> maybe three I, I was generous when i said a little less than 10 <laughs> yeah i think the whole flashback plays out immediately right in in one or two chapters yeah, my point being is, even though it happened so long ago, I still, and yeah, I'm me being great. terrible with names, I still remember her name, I still remember her look, I still remember I mean, exactly the name, what happened. the name fits the shoe, you know? The name fits the shoe, exactly. And, although, I think in the special, they had Arlong shoot her in the chest. Didn't she get shot in the head in the manga? I think? Yeah, it's a small detail. I believe so. It might be a censorship thing, I don't know. I, I do forget, yeah. though. I, I think there's, like, an implied line at the head in that panel, but it's been been a while. Yeah. Oh, no, I just reminded myself. Because <laughs> I was reminding myself of, like, some b- details in case, like, the special changed a couple of things. And I was, in case I was get my memory wrong. But it's like, no, it's about the same. Um, Apparently, the four kids dub, they took out the gun entirely from Arlong. And <laughs> yeah, in the did. four kids dub, he just points at her and sentences her to, like, be a... Dungeon life of his or, or dungeon, life in the dungeon yeah so it's even unclear is like is, is she die is is she like zuko's mom from avatar where it's like is she alive or not we don't know I, no, I, from memory it's pretty definitively she is alive in the dungeon 
So why she doesn't appear at the the end of the arc, no one can explain. So the four kids kids tell me straight up, just that, no, we didn't kill her off. She's still alive. (laughs) God, talk about changing something entirely that makes no sense. Even more. But I'm pretty sure Queena died in the four kids dub. So it's I mean, just incredible. And that was like, that was suicide. That's even, you know? Even Wait, was it suicide? Ways. I thought it was an accident. Potentially. Wait, was it I mean, place? like, that could potentially be seen as suicide. Oh, is, is there, that like There a was theory? a big debate. Uh, yeah. Oh, I actually never considered that. Wow. Sorry. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> know if I believe that. It's possible. But I'm just saying, that's like a, it seems like that's a touchier scene. Yeah. In yeah. some ways. And I Sorry, think I, I made it through the four kids dub. Sorry, I never even heard of that rumor. We're not even talking about that. Did I not mention that in, the, in our no, episode? No, I, I don't think. I, wait, if you did, maybe not. It didn't maybe hit not. Because it was like the first episode, right? <laughs> maybe the not. very first episode of the show. Listen, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Go back, listen to it, and someone let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know on Twitter or Discord. But um, absolutely, just little things like that, where just little changes like that, definitely, where it just really stands out fucking sentence to the dungeon so then after you kick Arlong's ass where's the dungeon eh. <laughs> eh. yeah like Luffy destroyed the entire building was, was the dungeon in there was Bellamere in there somewhere does Nami care hello <laughs> Nami your mom might feel why she was crying at the end of Arlong oh Park God. only the four kids writers will know yeah oh there is one final uh last unique touch that the uh tv special did give us that I thought was a really nice spin I actually do remember this is the reason why I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to watch episode of Nami back when I thought I could. And you said, no, wait until we're past a certain point. Yeah, just to be safe, because it did have a brief cutaway to current day post-time skip Straw Hats. And I completely forgot about you telling me that, because the movie started, it started off with them at uh, Orange Town, then Syrup Village. But at the very end, when we got the reminder of, like, where the art design for Nami's new tattoo came from, the replacement for her old Arlong tattoo, and we get flashback to the modern day, uh, or post-time skip, I should say, at the time, where that Chibodi um, ar- archipelago. You reminded me the one other thing that I did kind of miss, but was not that important, was Luffy and the pinwheel. I thought that yeah. was just funny. You know, it was one of my favorite early, like, funny movies. <laughs> so cool. Because he was so fixated on it for, like, it felt like several chapters. Every time yeah. you see him, he's like, man, that pinwheel was so cool. <laughs> you oh, know? You, so you then know when what? he finally whips out the pinwheel on Park was just hilarious to me. And you know what you just remind me of? Another reason why that one part in Strong World really pissed me off. Because Luffy is so stubborn to the point where he knows if someone is, tr- like, telling a lie and he mm-hmm. wants to back someone up. And then rewatching this was literally, yeah, L- Luffy literally fucked off and did not give a shit about Nami's oh, whole backstory. This is actually, like, one of my favorite, like, Luffy moments and art. Straight up. Because he's like, get the hell out of here, blah, blah, blah. And he just sits down. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. He's like, yeah, nope, and I, literally- I'm the captain. I do what I want. No one tells me what to do. Yeah, no and one. Then, and then right before she charges at Arlong, demanding to know, like, why is the mar- why are the Marines here? Like, why is that rat there taking my money? And she's straight up t- telling him, like, get, get out of my sight. I don't want to see you guys ever again. Right before. And apparently in Strong World, that'd be enough for Luffy to go, I can't believe she would say that. I can't believe she lost faith. Yeah. And then here, before she's officially a straw hat, Luffy's just going, what's her deal? Ah, oh, whatever. I'll just wait for her to come back. <laughs> yeah, I, I truly love Luffy in this arc. Just like, nope, I want to take a nap. 
Yeah, and you could argue, like, he doesn't say much. Like, yeah, it's the actions he does. The most stubborn thing was, like, the best possible thing that could happen during Dami's lowest point. And then you get to that, you bet I will, retaliation. And then the, the epic walk towards yeah, the park. Yeah, and just the lead up, when she's like, you don't know anything about me. He's like, mm, nope. And, and, you know, yeah, like, you don't know like, anything yeah, about right. what happened here. Nope. Yeah, he's like, you're right, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. But he's still there. He's just waiting for also, the confirmation. don't care. Yeah. So... That, definitely the difference between that moment and uh, Eni's lobby, because you could argue Robin and Nami's moments are pretty similar to one another. Like, you know, Arlong Part 2.0, right? Yeah. Um, but in that one, is much more direct, right? Because Luffy is screaming at Robin, tell me you want to live. Like, tell me you want us to save you kind of thing, right? So I guess that was like Oda's like change, because maybe he got some criticism that maybe it's a little unclear. Like, you don't need to do that. We know Luffy. It's fine. Maybe the younger readers don't, but they'll get to it. They'll get older. They'll, they'll understand. They'll yeah. understand characterization better. Um, shoot, was there anything else? I feel like we got all the details that we wanted to talk about in this TV yeah, special. Yeah, overall, it's good. It's a good movie. It's a it's a better retelling than the Alabasta movie, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I would say I think Episode Chopper has the edge, because I feel like those emotional <laughs> moments and animation are... Like, on a personal note, I love Arlong Park more than Drum Island, but I will have to say, even if it's a movie quality compared to the TV special here, it's the quality of the episode chopper is still there. The music, right? Those touching little character voice acting moments that Chopper mm-hmm. and Hirolik do, they ting at the emotions more than I thought so, whereas I will give Nami's voice actress shit tons of credit. She nailed that, those moments especially. But episode Chopper was more, again, like, it was unsuspecting, right? I didn't expect it to be that good. Whereas this one, I hoped it would match those standards, and it did. But that's me being unfair with those highly unfair standards. Yeah, I mean, I would say if someone was, like, either, like, a manga reader only and just kind of wanted to see it, then it's, like, a pretty decent way to do that. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty decent, except for just... Don't expect the, the, the Luffy iconic punch to satisfy your needs. Yeah, it doesn't quite hit. Yeah. That was like, that was really his first iconic punch, you know? So that's yeah. kind of a bummer. I even remember too when that moment was coming out, because I'm like, okay, you know what? You kind of threw me aloof with that, the, the fairly odd parents poof sound effect with that flashback sequence with Nami remembering Luffy. But you know what? You can still save it with that punch. Holy shit, you lost <laughs> me with that punch. Yeah, like, bring, oh, me, bring me back. Bring me. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, shit. You know what? Sanji brought it back, though. Sanji brought it back. <laughs> he really <laughs> did. <brought> <laughs> So I think overall, like I know it's a TV special, so I shouldn't compare it to the movies in terms of like the ratings. I would still give this like maybe like a low seven, maybe a high six, because it doesn't, um, yeah. it doesn't quite reinvent doing anything unique. Like episode Chopper in quotes said it did by putting Robin and Frankie there instead of Vivi, even though Toei just hates Vivi and Jinbei. And, and thank you for reminding me. Actually, I wrote this down at the end of yeah, my. Yeah, I don't think we mentioned this appropriately. That how. <laughs> I'm actually, I was infuriated, so I'm, I can't believe I forgot to mention this in the Stampede episode. Exactly. How the fuck to... you're going to have literally almost everyone and still not have Jimbei? Are you fucking kidding me? You, you had the blind admiral, you had Mihawk on the boat. Exactly, had they had new characters that had just come out and still no freaking Jimbei? That is some bullshit. And instead, in our timeline, right, in our order of things, the first time we finally get a fucking name drop is this episode where Arlong mentions Yeah, Jinbei this is, this is the most featured Jinbei has been in a movie. Where I, okay, Chopper first off needs love, right? 
we still agree choppers being thrown in the dirt a lot in these yes. movies still happening. Jinbei is also down there. Where's the love for Jinbei? Jinbei okay. is like, he's not even getting thrown in the dirt. He's just, they're acting like he doesn't exist, which hurts even more in a different way. Exactly. It's like, it, to be ignored. It's like a worse Was insult. he like the only warlord not in the movie? Or like even former warlord that's never been, well, I guess Moria hasn't. Was he in it? Yeah, I was going to say Moria. Moria's um, made no movie appearance. You or could Miyak. say the or- maybe the original Kuma also wasn't, but the bots were, right? I guess. Still, he's he's more than the other warlords anyways, and you know Never. that. You know, don't pretend that he's not. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to make a declaration. Toei, what do you got against fish people? What do you got against fish people, huh? Are they, are they not good enough for you, huh? Is that it? Is that why I, I think, went, I they... actually, I suspect at this point that this is because there was a period where people were really, really split on Jinbei, especially oh. after Fishman Island when he was invited. There were, like, people that really wanted him to join, like, and it was, like, yeah. probably 60, I, 40, 60% I remember, were like, I don't like I remember Jinbei. you telling me this, yeah. Right. Because I, I think his popularity with... must have just been at an all-time low at the point and, that this movie was getting conceived. And that part caught me off guard, because I remember I was in the camp where I'm like, oh, shit, he could join? Oh, fuck yeah, he's gonna join, fuck yeah. And it he makes so much sense, like, oh, yeah, of course, of course they're gonna have a fish, you know, like, on of the course, crew. of course. A former warlord? That's badass! And then, of course, the... Oda's like, hey, you're gonna wait 500, 600 chapters. Right, and then there was a bunch of people that thought he was gonna die before getting the chance to join. And, oh, you know, God. Like, people that wanted him to join thought he was gonna die. People didn't want him to join thought he was gonna die, etc., etc. Oh, and, you know, I just thought something, too. We're talking about Jinbei. You know how this, the end of the special relays to the end to the, be- to the end of the reunion at Shibodi before Fishman? If this was more thought out ahead of time, would it have been... been tr- trippy Wait. if this led in oh sorry i think we're on the same thought track but let me are. finish if this led into right when jimbei told nami i sent arlong to east blue and at the end of the special just leads right to that moment and then cuts the credits and that way you continue the anime right and then that episode starts where jimbei oh, that's actually a pretty good idea i was gonna say <laughs> they should have just done this movie like episode of chopper kind of made it a what if and just put jimbei in it somewhere just put jimbei in there they should have just made him a bad guy. I would have been okay with that even if he was like oh, the boss as of a our bad level, guy, you know. Part. I don't know. I like. Yeah, I mean, I would have been okay with it <laughs> as an. Ante- well, yeah, I think I would have, depending on how he's done. You know, I think I think I would be hurt emo- emotionally and. Spiritually. I would say you can make him an antagonist <laughs> and not necessarily a bad guy. Still, right? Maybe he can still be the Jimbei that we love and be in opposition to us to the Possibly. Straw Hats, maybe. Maybe. I think you could have made it work. I think it would have been interesting. And that's that's kind of why I was going to say I like Chopper. Because they, they gave me a reason to rewatch by By just adding some new fun stuff. And I would just love to see Jinbei. Jinbei is fun. You know? I, I want him in yeah. a movie. That is true. Because episode of Chopper, I did say, didn't add that much. They did add Frankie doing a strong right through like three ships and pull yeah, back. Dude, that was that Frankie really scene was amazing. Sick. The Frankie Zoro scene was like the best part of that movie. Yeah, it was. And we didn't get that in this one. But again, TV special, not a movie what if. So, Yeah, I even would have been okay if Jinbei was on the crew in the same way. I wouldn't have cared. <laughs> I would have been fine with a that. What but, if, but obviously they, I get that at, the, a at what, this point Jinbei was Yeah, like a, like a what if if they just ran into Jinbei at Barate and they picked him up with Sanji at the exact same time. So we have Jinbei versus Arlong at some point. <laughs> And it's like, well, Jimmy got cool. really nerfed for this what if, but it's like, you know what? Yeah, so I, I couldn't like feasibly see that fight being good 
Yeah, but hey, you want a what if? There you go. Because <laughs> realistically speaking, Frankie and or Robin also should have been strong enough to deal it with Strum with Drum Island. Pretty actually, wait, no, they were a little after Drum Island. They weren't way after. Never mind. I was gonna say like I thought Frankie. Well, Robin was introduced before at Whiskey Peak. Yeah, and she joined the next arc after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. True. I'm getting my I'm getting my timelines mixed up because I. You know, we had uh, Arlong Park, and then we went back to Shibodi after we just left Stampede. So I'm trying to, like, line it up. And I think right. it's safe to say it's even more confusing because in our next episode, I believe we're tackling a filler arc in high demand, right? Yeah, we're going to do the G8 arc. And I which... heard about this even before we finished, like, the time skip. I heard about G8. So I'm curious about this. This is supposed to be after Skypia. Yes, this takes place in between Skypea and uh, so Water or the Davy Backbite, I guess, right? That time frame before Water Seven. Yeah, and after... I know. It, literally, all I know about this is that I've seen a couple of clips that are hilarious, mm -hmm. and it's so they take the octopus down from Skypea, and this arc starts when like they get a crash landing in a marine base. Right. Okay. Because yeah, because I remember this too when I was watching um, Naruto Bleach. Uh, even like filler episodes, people always say, I, I don't know about Bleach, but they always say, if you have so much filler, there's always at least one diamond in the rough, right? There's always at least one arc, mini arc, you should probably check out. Like, the, the writers and animators, they were actually on their A game, they had some fun with this, have some fun, right? And G8 is apparently that arc for the One Piece anime, so yeah, can't wait I'm looking to forward check. to it. Can't wait to check it out. It's 11 uh, episodes that I have yet to see, so I'll take that. And I get to watch anime episodes. It won't. Uh, spoilers, though. It's not my first One Piece anime episode. I kind of got. Um, I jumped the gun because listen, when you see One Piece episode ten fifteen trending, trending for on Twitter. days, <laughs> for <laughs> days, it's trending, and I'm watching clips. I'm like, shut up. This is a movie. This is not from the anime. Dude, and everyone's uh, like, it. It's the anime, bro. It's yeah, Roof Piece has been <laughs> so, amazing. Yeah. In the anime. So, episode 1015 was my first ever One Piece anime episode I ever watched. Ooh, what a and, place to start. And, yeah, I'm just like, boy, my standards are so high for the win. Yeah, that's like the top, the highest of tier of episodes. Yeah, but I will tamper expectations. This is, after all, a filler arc. Way when One Piece, like, was before Dead End Adventure, right before that movie. So, the animation quality would be less than that. Um, but again, it's the Diamond in the Rough, so the writing must be there, the acting must be there. Hell, maybe some good animation there, I don't know. So, that's why I'm curious and excited to watch it. Um, if people had questions about, uh, why Jinbei should be the antagonist in your What If or Arlong Park, what can they talk to you, Justin? You can find me at Twitter or YouTube at Jitsu, J-I-T-S-Z-U. And if they want to talk to you about pretty much now any and all thing One Piece related, where can they find you? They can find me uh, on Twitter at Jacob Miranda, J-A-C-O-B-M-E-R-E-N-D-A, all lowercase, all one word. Uh, we also have a Patreon open, www.patreon.com slash OP is OP, where you can fund some support to help us channel in uh, for the side. Also, we have, if you yep. donate any amount of money, you get a special tag when you join our Discord to be OP. You don't have to you don't have to donate though in order to just join our Discord where we just chat about anything One Piece, anything anime, anything media related really. 
um and just come and hang out whenever you can should we share a meme share discussions yeah and we're both very active in there so if you do want to chat and talk some one piece that's also another great place to find us and we are also we do apologize for our donators we are still figuring out a time when we can still hang out for our monthly visit monthly hangout um time has not been on our side these last couple of weeks we've been very busy both of us unfortunately but we are trying to plan on it if anything we, we might not be at the same time but we might be like hey i'm available these days and then you'll be like hey i'm available at these times we'll, we'll figure something out um also if you love our uh podcast please leave us a review on spotify itunes we love the feedback we love the criticism anything five stars we love that testosterone right it makes us want yeah. to do an actual manga version of the luffy punch to arlong not the episode of nami version unfortunately but <laughs> we can't be all winners but we get that testosterone rush when we get those thank you very much for leaving those by the way and so the episodes that we're going to be covering for G8, it's going to be episode 196 and ends at 206. So 11 episodes to discuss that, which is going to be uh, next week, hopefully, assuming we can get our times together. Assuming we get our times lined up. <laughs> which should work out. So we'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in this time. Catch you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>